Testing one, two, three. Here I go. Give me that microphone. Welcome to the Makeup Artist Chronicle, where we are demystifying the hype in the beauty industry and giving it to you real. I'm your host, Julia Lupin. Hello and welcome to the Makeup Artist Chronicle. I am your host, Julia, and I'm so happy that you're here. On the day that this episode drops, it'll be Friday, May the 28th, and it'll be National Sunscreen Day. This is very fitting because I, as you may know, I'm always saying, you know, wear your sunscreen. It's so important. Get a sunscreen that you love. And, you know, not that I'm a hypocrite, but I definitely did not follow my own advice this past weekend. And now a good half of my face, maybe not half, maybe like just the bottom part of my face, I literally burned the skin off of my face. I'm going to tell you what happened. This is how it went down. This past weekend, we went away. It was my sister-in-law's birthday, and the whole family got together. It was a bunch of, I think it was like 16 people or so, a bunch of kids, and we got this big estate ranch house. I don't know. It was like a really big house with a guest house and this big property and a pool. It was gorgeous in Central California. And so we all went and we were hanging out by the pool. And if you listened to last week's episode, then you know that I was already in a hotel room kind of preempting this weekend. And uh, the hotel that I was staying at had a pool. No one was out there. No one went there. So I was like, you know what? Let me lay out. Let me get a little bit of a base tan, really build up my color slowly so that I don't burn especially this weekend, since we're all going to be out by the pool, hanging out. Like, I don't want to get sunburned. So I laid out by the pool just a few minutes every day just to, like, get a little bit of sun, put on my SPF, like, did it very gradually, very safely. I mean, any amount of tanning, any amount of sun exposure is, like, dangerous. But we got to make compromises where we can. So I wanted, after, after two years of you know, we missed last summer. I missed last summer because of the pandemic. And after two years of being ghostly, sickly pale, I was like, you know what? I just want like a little bit of color, a little bit of like a bronzy glow. So I was trying to get my base tan up. And then we get there for the weekend. We're all hanging out. Saturday morning rolls around and I wake up and my lips are just red and peeling and dry. And so naturally I was like, oh, okay, well, this happens to me when I'm dehydrated. So I definitely just did not drink enough water. I need to drink more water today and then I'll be fine. I did not realize at that point that it was a sunburn. So my lips are chapped and red and gross, whatever. But the whole weekend I'm like slathering on this Jason Wu Beauty, like it's a mask, a lip mask kind of like the Laneige one, the sleeping lip mask or whatever. So I keep putting it on and using it as a lip balm to just keep the area like very hydrated, like lock in moisture. And that's something that you're not supposed to do with a sunburn because ultimately Vaseline or other agents that like have that almost like a petroleum substance, they will lock in the heat and make it worse, which I was not aware of. 
But anyway, so I was using <laughs> was using this mask and it was just like to keep the hydration and it wasn't working. I didn't understand why it wasn't working. Like, yes, my lips were getting hydrated and getting like a little more supple, but they were getting redder. And so I was like, mm. but for some reason, it didn't sink into my mind that I had to discontinue using it. I was like, obviously, this is not the culprit. Like, it's a nourishing lip mask. And if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I was like, this lip mask is saving my life. And quite honestly, it really is an incredible, incredible lip mask. Um, But the situation was just not the best situation to use it in. So now you know, if you ever burn your lips or any other part of your body, do not put Vaseline or any kind of like thick, like like, um, humectant kind of product on it because it'll lock in that heat and you'll just basically be burning the burn all over again. Anyway. Then we get home. We finally get home and I'm like, you know what? This isn't getting any better. My lips are still so chapped and red and I know what I need to do. I need to exfoliate. I need to like get the dead skin off and then put a lot of hydration on top and then it'll it'll be great. Like the lower layers of, of the skin on my lips will heal. Oh boy. Can you see where this is going? Can you, can you, do you have a premonition? We're going to, I'm going to walk you through it, but you know, it's, it might get a little gross. So I come home and I do the ordinary, the ordinary like acid peel, the one that has beta hydroxy and alpha hydroxy acids. You know what I'm talking about? The one that's like, it has like a purplish color. It's like very popular. It's an incredible chemical peel. It's really great. I love using it. However, it is very, very potent. And when you have cracked, broken, sunburnt skin, you should absolutely not be putting acids on it. Def- definitely not alpha hydroxy and beta hydroxy acids, which which are very, very potent exfoliants. But my dumb ass was like, oh, it's just chapped. Like nothing will happen. So I put the, the freaking ordinary chemical peel on my sunburnt lips ultimately giving myself a second degree chemical burn. Next thing I know, like the skin is just gone and my lips are just like painful and blistered. And at first I was like, is this like, what is happening here? Are these like, is this a cold sore? Like what is going on? But it's so pain. It wasn't confirmed. It was just chemical burns. I literally gave myself second degree chemical burns. And so now my lips are healing and it is so painful. I literally just have like one big scab on my mouth. And I know that's gross. And you came here to listen to beauty and makeup. But this is a cautionary tale to tell you that I, even though I'm an expert in some areas of beauty, like I should have known better and I did not. And this was one of the dumbest things I have ever done. So let my dumb experience serve as your cautionary tale that if you have a sunburn on your lips or anywhere else, do not put chemical acids on it. Do not try to chemical peel it. And then also, you know what I did after that? Not realizing, I was like, okay, I'm going to just like do the chemical peel and then I'm going to put this lip mask on top to really kind of like hydrate and like seal in the hydration and help my skin stay like not dry out. But what I did was I put a chemical peel, put these acids on top of a sunburn and then essentially after I washed it off put on this like humectant type of like lip mask to lock in the heat 
So I literally did every single thing that you shouldn't do if you're trying to not give yourself a chemical burn. Basically, I did everything self-sabotaging. I totally just burned my face off. And in retrospect, I'm like, well, that was really freaking stupid. But in the moment, like I'd never sunburned my lips before. And so I was like, oh, this is just like, they're just chapped. Okay, let me just exfoliate. Manual exfoliation probably would have been a better option. Doing no exfoliation at all would have been the best option, but probably manual exfoliation would have been better. But my dumb ass put hardcore acids on it burned my mouth and like the whole like bottom half of my face and luckily you know at this point one of the upsides is I can wear a mask outside to hide it but damn I'm like oh this is not a good look and I had so many videos kind of queued up to go up on YouTube and IGTV and all that and I was like I can't I literally do not want to show the bottom half of my face on any video platform because I feel like I look so hideous and I don't know if that's just like my own self-consciousness um, because, you know, it, 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 I'm a human being and that's what we experience, but I'm just like, so Garrett, my hubby after the weekend, he, I came home, he went on a work trip and so all of this happened while he wasn't home. He finally came home yesterday and I was like, I, I don't want you to see me because I feel so ugly. You know, like, have you ever had those moments where you're just like, fuck, I like did this to myself and I'm so upset, but now there really is nothing that I can do other than heal it. You know, and I feel like a lot of clients that I've spoken to, just a lot of friends and people in general are like, sometimes you have acne, very stubborn acne, and that makes you feel self-conscious or you burn the crap out of your face and that makes you feel really self-conscious. Um... I mean, we live in this in this society where there's so much emphasis placed on looking a certain way and having that way be like not only looking a certain way, but being the perfect epitome of that look. You know what I mean? Like, for example, winged liner for years now has been like a huge trend. And it's like, okay your eyes change your eye shape by doing a wing liner in this way but also like you have to have it be on point and so I think so many of us put so much pressure to be perfect on ourselves when in reality like we're all humans we're all gonna have shit that like implodes in our faces sometimes we do it to ourselves and like the self-conscious piece and like the feeling like you're ugly piece or feeling like you're not good enough piece that shit is valid it's valid for you to feel that way but you know if you needed someone to like if you needed a sign and you needed someone to tell you you are perfect just the way you are and you are beautiful just the way you are then this is it because I'm telling you you're perfect just the way you are and you're beautiful just the way you are and sometimes we we do stupid shit and sometimes we we mess up our own idea of perfection or beauty or whatever like we burn half our face off And honestly, like it sucks, but did I learn my lesson? Absolutely. Well, hopefully. And do I, am I like learning to process the whole, I feel so ugly thing? It's still in progress. It's still in progress. I'm not going to say I have an easy solution for you, but just know that if you are having a day where you like don't really believe in yourself, I believe in you. And if you don't believe me that I believe in you, DM me. I will celebrate the shit out of you, queen. Trust me. But anyway, so I'm healing 
And honestly, the worst part about it is I have to just leave it alone. Like I've been taking Advil and I have like like pure aloe gel, aloe vera gel, and then like some neosporin that I'm like, I did in the beginning to kind of really help with the inflammation and the pain. But honestly, if you know, like anytime you, you get a cut or an injury or a burn or anything, like you just got to let that shit heal on its own. And this is the part that's the most annoying to me because I'm someone that I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something about it. And there really is nothing I can do. I just have to let it run its course. So what, you know what? I need to feel a little bit better and I would need to feel a little bit like not as alone. So please, when you listen to this episode over this weekend, um, or, you know, whenever you listen to this episode, but over this weekend, I'm going to go on my Instagram, go in my stories, MUA Chronicle at M-U-A-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E. And I'm going to go in my stories and I'm just going to like drop a little question, you know, one of those question stickers and just be like, what is your like face palm? I'm an idiot beauty moment or like something that you're like, I should have known better, but I did this because I want to feel less alone. I feel like I'm not the only one that has done stupid self-sabotaging shit like this. And in the light and in like, the, the grand scheme of things, this is very minimal. I mean, it's not like I truly, truly hurt myself or hurt anyone else around me. But, you know, this is a beauty podcast. Like, we're all talking. We're all here because we're a little bit obsessed with, like, the vanity and the optics of the beauty industry. So, anyway. Go on my Instagram and please contribute your stories. I won't, I don't have to share them. You can like say this is okay to share if you want, but um, I'm not, this is just literally for me to feel better and for me to interact with you and DM with you and just be like, oh, okay, we're truly not alone. Um, But yeah, that was my weekend. And that's, that's just my ultimate plug, my ultimate cautionary tale on to this day, National Sunscreen Day, but also every day. Be sure to wear your sunscreen and be sure to put it on your lips or get a lip balm that has SPF in it because this shit hurts. I'm telling you right now, I am in so much pain, but we're going to get through it. It's going to be fine. And, you know, I don't know everything and sometimes I'm a total ding dong. So here we are. Okay, quick poll. Do we like astrology and astronomy? Like, do we believe in those things? I'm not as well versed as I'd like to be in astrology and in astronomy and all of the different phases of planetary alignments, things like that. But I am learning more and it's very, very fascinating. Um, On the Peony, the other podcast that I host, we had an amazing spiritual guru. She does um, professional tarot reading. She does astrology. She's really, really incredible. Her name is Chanel Barona. And her Instagram, her um, YouTube channel, I believe, is The Wayfinder's Path. I'll be sure to link her in the show notes for this episode and, and shout her out on social. But she is very incredible. And if we did two episodes with her, it's a one and a two-parter on on astrology and tarot reading and spirituality, things like that. So she's really great. She broke down my birth chart. She broke down my co-host's birth chart. And so it's, she's fascinating. She's just such an engaging speaker. And she also did a video on her YouTube recently where she broke down what this recent lunar eclipse was. Um, and it was very, very cool, very informative. She just has this beautiful, like connection, this beautiful vibration 
as a human being. I'm big on energies. I'm big on vibes. I like I can sense a person's vibe or a person's energy and it immediately tells me whether or not I could trust them. I don't know why. Like I've always been a really good read on people, a, a reader of people and and their energies and kind of what they're bringing to the table. And most of the time, almost all the time, actually, I'm I'm right about like this person isn't being genuine or this per- there's something that this person isn't telling the whole story or like this person is really, really cool and they're authentic and they're bringing themselves and like zero like issues projecting on people like yeah I just I love people who keep it real I love people who keep it authentic and Chanel is one of those people and you're probably like okay well this took a turn wasn't this a beauty podcast I'm getting to that so check out that episode those episodes on the peony and also check out the video on um, the lunar eclipse that Chanel talked about like what this eclipse means and why so many of us may have been feeling really shitty this past weekend um, but the reason that I want to talk about this is because there was an article this past week in Harper's Bazaar titled, What is Lunar Self-Care? A Look at How the Moon Impacts Your Beauty Routine. And I, I love this. I mean, whether or not you believe in kind of this new age spirituality or, or astrology or kind of how astronomy impacts us as people. Either way, it's some really, really cool shit. And the whole the whole purpose around this, whether or not you believe it, I really think it's powerful because it's setting intentions to your beauty practice, which I think is so, so, so important. Like there are so many times that we're running out the door or we're tired and we like don't want to do our full beauty routine. Like I've definitely been there, especially when I came back from after having been quarantined, after having been at home and not really seeing that many people or interacting with that many people for uh, almost two years or almost a year. How long has it been? What is time? Almost a year. No, over a year, a year and a half, whatever. Anyway, I have, I basically was like, how am I going to go back out and interact with people? And here was a weekend where it was like a ton of people. Like it was 12 adults and like five kids. And I, it was so much fun and I had such a good time, but I came back and I was just fucking exhausted, exhausted. So I didn't even do my whole like morning and nighttime skin routine for like two whole days because I was like, I just don't have the energy. Like I want to collapse into bed. I just was dragging. I was, you know, and a part of it was like a lot of it was nutrition based because, you know, I'm on this health kick and I'm just like eating really clean, working out. And so like I did not do any of those things this weekend. And I think my body was like, hello, let's get back into the groove. And honestly, as annoying as this sounds and as like eye rolly as this is, I worked out like did an actual full workout yesterday for the first time since like since before the weekend. And it really did change my mood. Like I was dragging, I was fatigued, I was tired. I, I, I think I was having like a, a depressive episode. Like I do have mild depression and I think I was just having a very, 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 very low day. And honestly, I worked out. I did like a Pilates yoga workout, nothing too intense, but it was like 45 minutes. There is this woman that, you know what? I'm going to wait until the end. I'm going to wait until the end because my reco of the week is going to be this woman's YouTube channel and I'll let you know what that is. But I did this workout. It was incredible. And then afterwards I was like, my endorphins were going. I was like, you know what? There is nothing in this world that I cannot face. I feel 
I feel good. I feel energetic. And so it really did turn my mood around. Um, and so I think it's, it's all about intention. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we do have to take a moment and like put on our serum with a little more intention, like massage it in and really give your skin a little love. And so the whole thing about this like self-care, like lunar self-care, whether or not you believe in the actual connection of the moon to your beauty or to your routine, I, I believe that to set intention to your actions and what you do, even if it's like putting on your lip balm, that can really change your mood for the better, I believe. And so if you are into this or if you want to explore this a little bit more of the lunar self-care, I'm going to give you uh, some some quick takeaways from this article. It was a really great read. I'll link it in the show notes, like I said. Or I'm sorry, I'll link it in, on, the, on my... <laughs> Um, I'll link it on my blog. And so you'll be able to kind of read the full article there. But basically, um, the moon goes in phases. This we know. And for the longest, longest time, like ever since the dawn of civilization, the moon has affected our tides. It's affected our weather. It was a calendar that was used to track agriculture. So harvests, things like that. But also the moon is linked specifically to women. The lunar cycle is 28 days, it's very similar to a, I don't want to say like traditional or normal because fuck that, but like 28 days is like a menstrual cycle, essentially. Um, I know not everyone is like a regular 28 day person, but that's, that's fine. That's you. But there has been this connection. A lot of, a lot of people believe that like the 28 day cycle of the moon is linked to your um your menstrual cycle and the sages and blah 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 blah. I'm not well versed enough to talk about that. Maybe we can get Chanel on the podcast. She can she can talk us through it. But what's really cool about this is like there are some things that you can use during the lunar cycle, some products or some, you know, aromatherapy scents that would really help you depending on where you're at. Um, but let's talk overall, right? So in this article, it breaks it up into like the quarters of a moon cycle. So during the first quarter moon from the time you have a new moon until the first quarter, this is your primary time for setting intentions. This is the primary time for whatever you want, whether it's in your skincare routine, your beauty routine, or in your life, this is where you're like, okay, this moon cycle, like this is what I'm going to focus on. And so this is the time that like you should be doing a little extra hydrating or maybe you are doing a chemical peel not on your sunburn or an an oxygen facial like you're putting a little extra love into your skin you're you're doing a little bit of extra intention setting maybe you're using Maybe you're someone that does a mask once a week and around this time you you do a mask twice or three times a week. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're like, okay, this is what I want for my skin. So this is what I'm going to invest in it. Then you go to like when you're in the full moon, that's like when shit starts to happen. That's when everything that you've started setting intentions towards or working towards, that's when it all like reveals itself as the result of your actions and the result of your intentions. And this is something that Chanel talks about. And the full moon can be a lot of pressure and a lot of like stimulus, stimuli, coming at you like a lot of the consequences of your actions essentially whether good or bad you're coming to terms with that and so in this article it's recommended that during the full moon 
you do something that's restoring and relaxing. It's not a time to set new intentions. It's not a time to start new habits. It's a time to really just chill the fuck out. This is the time when you're just doing your baths, you're, you're doing you know, maybe some aromatherapy, you're doing very gentle skincare, you're doing extra moisturizing, maybe whatever you need. But this is ultimately where you, you let go of the wheel, you let go of control a little bit and you just pamper yourself. It's less about putting in the work and more about just reaping. It's harvesting. You know what I mean? If we go back to like the agricultural piece of what the moon is used for, this is your time to harvest what you've, to reap what you've sown. And then during the last quarter, that's the time to kind of purify and cleanse your skin because you're coming out of the full moon and you're trying to see what needs to be added to complete the lunar cycle. That is a direct quote. So this is basically where you, you, you now, everything that you have, you set your intentions and the, the work that you've done, the intentions that you've put out that is then during the full moon revealed to you like this is what has come up from you setting those intentions. Now it's time for you to make a decision. What are you going to keep in your life and what are you going to let go of? You have to basically do a little bit of an audit. And then in this last quarter, you are purging all the stuff that doesn't serve you and you're keeping all the stuff that does. So if we were to break it down in like the most concrete, tangible way possible, um, during that like new moon first quarter part, this is where you're like, okay, well, maybe I will add vitamin C to my regimen. Maybe I will start using it every morning and really see what it does to my skin, right? And then you, the full moon rolls around and you're like, okay, cool. So like my skin is feeling pretty good. I like it. I like the vitamin C, but now I don't know if you know, my hyaluronic acid is serving. That's a terrible example. Hyaluronic acid everyone should be using. But um, I don't know. Let's let's say like, OK, my the sunscreen that I'm using, keeping it keeping it on brand. The sunscreen that I'm using doesn't really sit well over my vitamin C. But I like the way the vitamin C makes my skin look because now my skin is all glowy and healthy. And it only started when I added the vitamin C, but I really don't like the way that the sunscreen lays on top of it. Maybe it separates, maybe it pills. And so now's the time for you to realize like, okay, maybe my vitamin C that I added is is making me feel really, really good. And the sunscreen that I've used for every day for two years isn't serving me anymore in this new space. Great. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to let go of that particular sunscreen. I'm going to keep using the vitamin C. And then when the new moon rolls around again, you, that's when you switch and you start looking for new sunscreens and you're like, okay, let me try out this sunscreen. Let me try out that. Okay. This one works really great on top of my vitamin C again during the full moon. And then you're like, okay, well this works. Does that make sense? Like, does that, that's like in the most concrete terms. And so basically like set your intentions, you know, now we're in the, in the latter half because we just had the full moon and now we're in the last quarter. So what that means is whatever came up for you, whether it's in your beauty routine, whether it is in your, um, your life, your mental space, your emotional space, your physical space, whatever the case may be. Now is the time to really kind of purge the things that aren't serving you anymore. So if there's something in your beauty routine that's not serving you, let it go. If you, like I talked about on the last episode, if you did an audit of your beauty space and you're like, this shit doesn't serve me anymore, 
let it go. If you, you know, are having a tough relationship, you know, really that, that shit probably came to a head this weekend. And the other thing about it is, um, oh, audit your closet. One, we're going into summer. Like we're in spring right now, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. We're in spring right now. Audit your closet. Like let go of the shit that does not work for you. If you have a pair of jeans in your closet that are two sizes too small and they're your like goal weight jeans, let them fucking go. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be harsh, but I'm, I'm telling you this as someone who loves you. You are setting yourself up for disappointment and you may reach that goal weight, but that doesn't necessarily mean you'll be happier. And keeping those jeans in your closet is just you aspiring to be someone that you're not in this moment. And all that's doing is causing you to lose time now, time that you could be spending really, really appreciating yourself and loving yourself and getting to know yourself as you are. So in this lunar part of the lunar cycle, let those jeans go. Donate them. Give them to someone that that can use them. You know, sisterhood of the traveling pants them if you want. Like, but just let go of those expectations that you have for yourself that make you hate yourself and choose to love yourself. And honestly, they're fucking jeans. Like, you wear them, they don't wear you. You look fly as fuck, I guarantee it. I'm sorry I'm cursing. I feel very passionately about this. I love you. You're beautiful and stunning and an amazing human being. And in this cycle of the moon, just let them go. Let go of those expectations or those things that you beat yourself up about because you're so much better than that. You know it. I know it. Sometimes you just got to hear it out loud. So this is it. This is me telling you. Anyway, um, Chanel's incredible. She talked about on her video on YouTube, she talked not only about lunar cycles, but also specifically what this eclipse meant for a lot of our emotional states and mental states. So I'll be sure to link that video for you in the blog post that goes with this episode and, um, check her out, throw her some follows because she is super, super incredible and really great and way more articulate about all of this. Um, like astrology, astronomy, spirituality stuff. I'm just a ding dong that burned my mouth off and, and I'm talking about beauty. But yeah, check her out, uh, The Wayfinder's Path on social media and, and let go of what's not serving you at this time because you're better than that. I know you are. Okay, I had to pause recording because I got a notification on my phone and it felt very much like the universe telling me I had to talk about this. But there is a an article that popped up from Pop Sugar Beauty and it says certain sunscreens were contaminated with a carcinogen. Here is what you need to know. <sighs> okay, well, we need to talk about this. So there is an independent group of scientists under the name Valley Sure. Valisure, V-A-L-I-S-U-R-E. Basically, they did a bunch of testing on products that are healthcare and medication products that are regulated by the FDA to make sure that they're reporting correctly on their um, formulations, right? And they found that um, in a lot of the sunscreens, 78 
sunscreen and after sun products had high levels of benzene. So benzene is uh, essentially a known carcinogen that can cause cancers in humans. Here's the thing that like we can't demonize all products. You remember how I was talking about like parabens? We can't demonize all parabens because not all parabens are bad. So according to the report, 27% of samples that were tested contained detectable benzene and some batches contained up to three times the conditionally restricted FDA concentration limit. So um, this was found in chemical and mineral sunscreens. This was found in sprays, lotions, and gels. Um, They did release a full list of the products that were affected, and I will definitely be sure to drop that list for you um, in the blog post with that goes with this episode. It, it yeah, okay. So just to give you a little bit more info, this is not necessarily because it is an ingredient in these formulations. This was found in certain sunscreen formulations because of contaminated batches. So basically these are these are not the way some of these products you probably have, you've probably used, and usually they would be super, super safe, but some of these batches, specifically these lot numbers, were contaminated. So I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to drop the list. You're going to be able to see the UPC, the lot number, like all of the details. And you'll be able to see like what if you have something. So, okay, let me break down because I'm not making sense right now. But for example, Neutrogena spray, ultra sheer weightless sunscreen spray and SPF 100, right? A lot of Neutrogena is on this. Um, some CVS is on this. Um, some, there, there are a few things on here. Banana Boat is on this. But a lot of these are body formulas. I guarantee you, if you have sunscreen that you've used, it, it may be one of these. But you're going to see the lot number. So when I drop the list, you'll be able to see like, okay, it's a Neutrogena. It's a spray. It's this specific product and then here's the lot number if your lot number doesn't match to the lot number on the list great perfect like you might be totally fine it goes back to that same conversation that we have about parabens right like not all parabens are bad some parabens are are bad and we should be thoughtful of like staying away from those but some parabens are actually completely safe to use, scientifically proven, and they're better than the alternatives of just going paraben-free, which are less tested. This is very similar. Like these are contaminated batches. The ingredients are usually totally fine, scientifically proven to be safe, but these batches are essentially like no-fly zones. So I'm going to drop the list for you, but the FDA has not responded yet. Um, the there They also did release a list, just to put your mind at ease, 217 sunscreens that were tested came back not contaminated. So I'll drop the list of contaminated and I'll drop the list of not contaminated so that you can see if what you have in your house is safe to continue using or if it's something that you maybe need to swap out. But again, this is not something that's obvious just by looking at the label. These are like, and it's scary because it's like, how do you know? How do you know unless you read these reports? But luckily you listen to the Makeup Artist Chronicle and I'm giving you the the deets, the info. 
But um, ultimately, like this is this doesn't mean you should stop wearing your sunscreen altogether. It doesn't mean that your sunscreen is not safe. It does not mean that some one of the ingredients on the label is going to be able to denote that you shouldn't use it. This is just like, again, contaminated batches. It's the same thing of like, remember when romaine lettuce, we couldn't eat romaine lettuce because certain types of romaine lettuce would give us like E. coli or something. This is very similar. It's just a contaminated batch. Um, something happened in the factory, but we caught it and it's helpful and we're going to figure it out. Like I said, I'm going to drop the lists, keep wearing your sunscreen. Well, check the list first, check the list, look to see if your sunscreen is on the, whether the contaminated or the non-contaminated and then proceed accordingly. But ultimately not all sunscreen products contain benzene and there are uncontaminated products that are available and Valley Shore specifically issued a statement and said that exact same thing. Like it is important to note that not all sunscreen products contain benzene and that uncontaminated products are available, should continue to be used and are important for protecting against potentially harmful solar radiation. Basically, don't burn your freaking face off like I did. Um, But yeah, I'll drop those those lists on the muachronicle.com blog. All right, I'm losing steam. There's a lot going on. Let's get to Reco of the Week. My Reco of the Week, like I was telling you, is this YouTube channel of this amazing woman. She lives in Australia. She's just like such a beautiful energy. She's like a gentle, calm, motivating energy. If you're someone that you need like um someone in, if you need like someone at soul cycle screaming at you about like the rainbows that are shooting out of your ass or if you need to like go to like a um what's that like interval training with the where you flip the tires I always forget what it's called but the one the one where you like flip the tires and climb the ropes like if you need a boot camp instructor yelling in your face like this is not the vibe for you but if you're someone like me that just does well with with like an instructor that is patient and kind and sweet and relatable. Like she's incredible. Her name is Nicole. Her channel is called Move With Nicole. And she, I don't know if she was a dancer or is a dancer, but she has a lot of great variations in her workouts, but mostly it's like yoga, Pilates, and some like dancer movements like ballet, bar. She also does like high intensity interval training, but a lot of the moves are like either Pilates moves or yoga moves, or you'll do plies or squats or whatever. But basically this workout, it's one of those things that like I started it and it kind of sucked because it was really hard, but now I'm just very subtly getting stronger. You don't need any equipment. I think you need like just a yoga mat. Um, Some of the videos you can use a yoga block or you can use some light weights or some resistance bands, but there really aren't a lot of those videos. And ultimately you're just using your body weight. She's super motivating and sweet and kind, and you just go at your own pace. The reason I can't do like the flipping tires or the high intensity intervals or anything is because I'm not coordinated enough. Like I grew up dancing. I was a ballet dancer. And so for me, I much prefer like the fluid, like yoga flows or like core workouts with Pilates or like plies. Like that's just my vibe. That's where I'm at, which you're like, you were uncoordinated, but you were also a dancer. Don't ask me when the music drops 
someone like a spirit takes over my soul and something happens. But these workouts are really, really incredible. And one of the other things that I love is, you know, sometimes you'll watch workouts and you're like, okay, but like what? Okay. So do I do my arms on Monday and then my legs on Tuesday? And then is there a rest day or like what? She does calendars. So she did like a calendar for March. She did a calendar for May. Um, and basically she just like gives you one workout per day. And some of them, like, for example, you'll do like a full body Pilates class. And then the next day it'll be like a very gentle stretching. And then the following day it'll be a high intensity interval. And then the following day it'll just be like your arms and your upper body. And so she kind of takes the brain work out of when do I have to work and when do I have to recover and what body parts. And she just gives you a full playlist that'll just serve you for what you needed to do. So huge shout out to Move with Nicole. Check out her YouTube channel. I'll go ahead and add that to the blog post as well. Everything that you hear me reference on this show will be available on the blog as its own unique post. It'll have the same exact title as the title of this episode. So please go check it out there. And um, muachronicle.com, throw me a follow at muachronicle on Instagram. Check out the poll, or not the poll, the little ask me anything where you can share your your moments of facepalm with me and and we can kind of commiserate with each other. But I will leave it on the note that is has been kind of proceeding through this whole episode of you are beautiful. You are incredible. You are strong. You are worthy. Let go of those goal weight jeans. They are not serving you and wear your sunscreen. Do as I say, not as I do. I love you. I will talk to you. Oh, no, I won't talk to you next week. We're going on hiatus for June. I'm sorry. No new episodes in June. We're going on summer hiatus. But then I will be back first thing in July with new episodes. So follow me on YouTube and Instagram. In the meantime, I will have new content there for you. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. And tell your friends about the Makeup Artist Chronicle too. You can always get more content on Instagram at MUA Chronicle, so don't forget to follow me there. And while you're following the Chronicle on social and on Spotify, also be sure to check out Lady Bree, who sings our theme song, Microphone. Throw some follows her way. Talk to you soon. Ooh, give me that microphone.